Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, Eric, let's talk about our feelings, shall we? Okay, yes. <laughs> Look, believe it or not, financial planning isn't all about math and logic. And Eric definitely knows this. When you're sitting down with people, obviously feelings are going to come into play but I think they come into play sometimes about specific topics. So, for instance, I'm going to give you a couple here. Let's talk about those. Well, I think the house, the family home, whatever you want to look at, that's one where feelings definitely get tied up in it. You know, do you want to live where you always have, so to speak, where the kids were raised, or do you want to downsize? And sometimes it's not just the math and logic there. Sometimes you got to take into feelings account. Well, absolutely, because, you know, the the house that you spend all the time with and the kids grew up in, there's a lot of memories built into there. My wife and I are kind of going through the same thing right now. We're becoming empty nesters. Um, Our daughter has a couple more years of school, and then she'll be out on her own. Well, knock on wood. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, you know, we we have a large house. And so we're, we're, you know, saying, okay, you know, do we need this much space? Right. Um, Maybe we should downsize, you know, and now with the new technologies that are out there on houses and all that kind of stuff. But what we're hoping for, what we're wanting is when the kids come back and bring their families, we want them to have the same experience that they had in that house. So that's why we're looking at uh, remodeling it just to make it a little more efficient and those types of things. Okay, but, makes sense. You know, there's a lot of attachment to that residence. Or, you know, in Iowa, it's also the land. You know, some people, you know, grew up on a family farm and they like to be able to, you know, go riding ATVs and take their kids to do that or hunt or fish and on the family pond, all those kinds of things. There's a lot of deep connection to your residence. Um, and, you know, you can show people – all day long on dollars and cents, whether it makes sense to get rid of it or sell it, (laughs) just get rid of it, but to move on to something else. But it all comes back to that. How does it make me feel? And a lot of times we make, we make financial decisions on an emotional level and justify them rationally with, with the money side of things. And so that's, that's a, that's a hard one. Um, yeah, because the feelings can definitely trump sometimes that logic, right? So, oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. If, if feelings weren't weren't involved in purchasing situations, or <laughs> then you know most of the economy, the economy would, would definitely be, be different, right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sale of Corvettes would dramatically drop, <laughs> right? Because everyone would be driving, you know, the the cheapest, the vehicle, practical but, car, right? Yeah, um, exactly. A designer designer clothing, you know, you know, just really does a you know fifty dollar pair of underwear fit me better, fit me better than a three dollar pair of underwear. But <laughs> yeah, maybe that's but probably yeah. a bad example. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> so but yeah, you get the, the idea. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's a there's a connection. There's a there's an emotional connection to some of those things. And the house is a big one. And it's very hard for people to uh, to make that adjustment. And but the whole thing is, it's just for retirement. You want to make sure this is where you can age in place, and you got the support around you. Because a lot of times, moving to more of a community based thing may make 
a lot of sense the older that you get, just because you need those extra people around, especially if you're by yourself, yeah. you know, and don't have the people to look in on you, those kinds of things. Yeah. Well, we're talking about financial feelings here, some categories where the feelings are definitely going to come into play heavily against the math and logic sometimes. So let's stay with the family issue here, Eric, and the legacy portion, leaving a financial legacy. Now, there are folks out there that it means everything to them to leave something uh, behind for the kids and others. They don't want to leave nothing. And it's not that they don't love their kids, but it's just their stance. And there's no right or wrong answer to that. Right. You know, of course. This is why it's, so many financial decisions. Yep. Yeah. It depends on almost every financial decision. It depends on your and how you feel and what's important to you. I will say that, you know, most people want to pass something, but a lot of times they look at this and say, you know what? Our kids graduated from college with no debt. Um, they're making more money than I ever have. They're doing fine. I'm not going to sacrifice you know, my retirement, I'm not going to do without in retirement just so I can pass something. I think, and I think that's a great approach right there. You don't Mm -hmm. want to sacrifice your own retirement for sure. Correct. I think what you can look at uh, smartly is that probably there's going to be some assets left unless unfortunately you end up in a major healthcare catastrophe and you have to spend everything down. Um, You don't have proper insurance coverage to cover long-term care. And so a lot of it goes to unfortunately pay for your nursing home bills. But aside from that, you know, passing stuff on, you also want to look at it from, you know, tax uh, situation. How can you do it more tax efficiently? Um, how can you also maybe leave something to entities that you care about? You know, Warren Buffett has even said, you know, he's got all kinds of money. He's not leaving it all to his kids. He's leaving them some, but he's not leaving them so they never have to work again. Most of his money is going to go to charity because those are the ones that are going to be able to take his wealth and put it to better use. Right. The only thing that your kids are going to do is just improve their lifestyle. but and, I, and that's important. You know, you want to leave them with some blessings. Maybe you want to leave your grandkids and maybe that time great grandkids, you know, something to remember you by. Right. And that's where a lot of the, I think, contents and possessions can come into play. But if you're going to pass money to your next, your children, grandchildren, great grandchildren, you'd like to pass more tax efficient stuff and then leave the tax toxic accounts maybe to entities that don't pay tax, such as charities. So there's some planning that you can do around that. Well, and you got to have the conversation with each other as well, or to your point, you could be alone, but you have to still have these conversations about what do you want to do? How are your feelings about these topics going to affect that plan? And then you've got to communicate that with your advisor. And for example, this next category here, Eric, I'm sure you have clients who love uh, the details. They want you to explain the nitty gritty uh, and, and the nuts and bolts of the things that you're doing in the plan. And then there's others who simply are like, I don't want to put hardly any thought to this. That's why I've hired you. Correct. I think on the, the second, the latter part of that, that's where you've established enough trust. And I just love that when clients come in and, you know, we're, we're you know, doing a review, maybe their risk tolerance has changed a little bit. They've gotten a little bit older. And so I make a recommendation and they t- look at me and say, Eric, we trust you. Just do what you think is best for us. Because I'm always a nitty gritty. I'm always like to prove it because I want people to understand. And when clients have been with me for a number of years, they're like, you know what? Just do it, Eric. Don't worry about it. And that's the level of trust that you want with your financial person. You know, you want to be able to say, hey, this person's looking out for my best interest. They're, they they explain it to me if I want to get into the nitty gritty. And that's great because you want to understand things. Um, but once you understood them, then a lot of times you just kind of let them take the room. Right. And that's what, you're, that's what you're paying us for. You're paying for us to look out, keep you ahead of changing needs, communicating with you, make sure that you're aware of things, but also to take that off your plate so that you can go out and have fun, right? Just go out and spend the money. 
because one of the first conversations <laughs> we have when people come in on reviews is, hey, need some more income? You know, I've right. had I've I've had to help clients shop for cars because they said I need a car. It's like, well, go buy a car. Well, I just and I show them you can afford it. You can afford right, it. Right, right. You know, giving them a, an okay to spend your money, and that's very challenging for a lot of people in retirement because they've done so many years of just you know save, save, save. Now all of a sudden they have to make that that mind shift to spend, and it's fun for them once they finally get it. Once they finally you know breathe that sigh of relief. Okay, I'll go spend some money. And then enjoy what you work so hard for. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good point. Well, we're talking about financial feelings here uh, on the program. Don't click off your radio because I said that. We're, we're just simply saying, look, there are certain substances or instances, I should say, I guess, where uh, the feeling factor plays an important role. Uh, and we talked talk about a couple of big ones already on the program. 515-226-1500, your number to call. Uh, if you've got some questions or concerns of your own to talk with Eric Peterson. All right, so one more here I think, Eric, we can squeeze in. So we saved this one for last here, the market volatility. All right. There are folks that it doesn't bother them at all. Like they can handle the rockiness, the turbulence, but there are others that just sit and bite their nails and worry like crazy. How you feel about market volatility plays a big role. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, there has been a couple times in the last year, December of 2018, Mm -hmm. very bad. Uh, May of 2019, very bad. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, you you know, we, we get some calls, especially when new clients have come on board and all of a sudden, you know, they come on board, they engage us. And then, you know, all of a sudden their assets are down. They're like, what's going on? I'm like, well, it's the market. You know, that's the thing. If you're going to invest in the stock market, if you're going to have any assets in stocks, mutual funds, exchange traded funds, anything market based, you have to understand that those are going to change on a daily basis. There's only two times that they won't change. Weekends and holidays, because <laughs> the stock market's closed. Right, because it's closed. Otherwise, the market's open. It's going to either be high or low. Yeah. Very rarely does it close at the exact same level that it was at when it opened. So you have to understand there's going to be some movements. Now, what you don't want is the big movements, and unfortunately, there are big movements. But they're going to happen, right? right? Now. Yeah, they're going to happen. And so you know, people that called the end of uh, uh, May were you know saying, "Okay, I just got my statement." Because always when statements come out, because that's when you see it on paper. When you see it on paper, all of a sudden, like, "Oh, then it's real." Uh, they saw it on paper, and then all of a sudden, you know, two to three weeks later in June, they're back up and they're made whole again because the market took off in June. So they just have to understand that there's going to be this ebb and flow between in the market. The thing is, how much of that can you tolerate or how much you actually need to tolerate to make your plan work? And that's what we really help with clients understand. You know, maybe you don't need to take risk on all of your money. Maybe there's safer things that you can use to accomplish your goals way the money that is subject to risk, you're not so biting your nails over, you're not so stressed out about it because you understand that, okay, it's okay if this goes down because I got some money over here in a safe place. That's where I'm going to take the money from to maintain my lifestyle. That's not going to be impacted by market conditions, and I can let this money work its way back up because you give enough time in the market, and historically speaking, it's always worked out. However, there are some times along the way where it's tough, and that's not when you want to be selling things. Selling on sale doesn't work. You want to pull your money that you need for your lifestyle out of accounts that don't go down. And there's great accounts that will do that and still give you a potential for great rates of return. You just need to find out about those. And that's what an overall plan will do, a plan that helps reduce your risk, maximize your chances of accomplishing your goals. That's what we do here during our Retirement Readiness Review is to understand true risk of what you need to make to make your plan work and options that will help you achieve that. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast 
and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now, 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.